Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Well, I'll tell you what, it's certainly a good thing that Governor Henry McMaster, or is that McMasked-er, has been warning us about the hurricane, is I is or is I ain't. <laughs> because uh, at, at uh, last check in the last hour, man, it had winds of 26 miles an hour. Wow. And one to two inches of rain expected along the coast. Yeah, another end-of-the-world scenario. Hello, fellow patriots. Greetings, welcome, salutations. Monday, Monday. Certainly can't trust that day aloha to you as we get underway. Five o'clock follies, the most heavily commuted, and as a result, most heavily congested hour of the Bobby Mack Show. And as always, your input is invited, encouraged, and welcomed. Here is how you join me and be a part of the conversation today. Just grab your phone, use the Ingalls Advantage talk line number 800-347-1063. Common Sense Retirement Planning text line number 71307. And still to come in uh, this half hour, today's edition of Amazing True Facts. uh, With the input, uh, sadly, of only one Bobette today uh, because little Annie is vacating today. She's uh, taken uh, this week off. Well, here we go. Uh, Hot off the newswire this afternoon, Singapore to make travelers wear electronic tags to enforce quarantine. Mm -hmm. Have we speculated about uh, this kind of thing? The devices will track wearers' movements and any attempt to leave home will trigger an alert to the authorities. The COVID police. Uh, Reuters, Singapore will make some incoming travelers wear an electronic monitoring device to ensure that they comply with Chinese flu quarantines as the city-state gradually reopens its borders, authorities said today. From August 11, the devices will be given to incoming travelers, including citizens and residents from a select group of countries who will be allowed to isolate at home rather than at a state-appointed facility. Oh, great. So they got a camp, they continue to. Similar measures using electronic wristbands to track people's movements during quarantine have been used in Hong Kong and South Korea. Travelers to Singapore are required to activate the device which use GPS and Bluetooth signals upon reaching their home and will receive notifications on the device which they must acknowledge any attempt to leave home or tamper with the device will trigger an alert to the authorities. Auga, auga. Now bear in mind, you know, Singapore, uh, it's an unusual kind of place. In Singapore, if you spit your gum out on the sidewalk, you can be arrested. Right. 
they're they're neatness freaks, you know. That's true. If you spit your gum out on the sidewalk in Singapore, uh, you can uh, you can be arrested. And uh, whipping with a cane, like a, a bamboo whip, uh, is is still a punishment in uh, Singapore for some of the uh, various offenses. Uh, Singapore, not a place where you really want to cross the authorities, okay? So now, meantime, uh, we are 90 days away. We're three months away. I said 90 days. I should have said three months because this is August 3rd. Uh, three months away from the election, the president this morning threatening legal action over a bill passed by the Nevada legislature to send mail-in ballots to all voters ahead of the November 3rd presidential election. Well, just send them out to everybody. Pass them out on the street. The legislature on Sunday pushed through the bill despite objections from the Secretary of State, the only statewide Republican elected official on a party-line vote. It would give the Democratic governor there, Steve Sisolak, the power to command the Secretary of State to adjust election procedures during a state of emergency. See what's going on here? The bill also expands who can turn in ballots, a provision many Republicans in the state could open the door for ballot harvesting, which they've turned into an art form in California. In an illegal late-night coup, Nevada's clubhouse governor made it impossible for Republicans to win the state. Trump said in a tweet this morning, post office could never handle the traffic of mail-in votes without preparation using COVID to steal the state. See you in court. Uh, the president called the move by the Nevada legislature outrageous and said it should be met with immediate litigation. Let's hope the Democrats don't go judge shopping on this one. Democrats have dismissed concerns that universal mail-in voting could lead to fraud, saying there is little evidence that it's happened on a wide scale in the past. Well, that could be because it's never been done on a wide scale in the past. But where it has been done, can anybody say uh, New Jersey City Council elections? What do they have, three people, three members of the city council there under indictment? And where is it, Newark or Patterson or someplace in, in uh, the Garden State? Attorney General Bill Barr pressed on the security of this kind of voting during a House hearing last week admitted that he had not seen evidence other countries could change the outcome of an American election using counterfeit ballots, but said it is common sense that it is a risk. Well, Mr. Attorney General, you know what Albert Einstein said about uh, common sense. Yeah, Einstein said, uh, didn't know why they called it common sense, because it's so uncommon. In on the uh, text line this afternoon, which is getting inundated. Let me see if I can uh, catch up. Uh, hi, Bobby. Heard the news report about the beach turtles. Quite frankly, I'm a little surprised someone had the wrong color light on their porch and they weren't flogged in front of the courthouse for it. I mean, you, you can hardly take a wrong step at the beach with someone wearing the official T-shirt. They're giving you a lecture. 
What's the uh, the woman's name in the in the current TV commercial that's the head of the the uh, the local uh, what do you call it? You know the committee for the for the neighborhood group, the homeowners association. And uh, she's going around, cuts, takes a chainsaw and cuts down their mailbox because it's two and a half inches too high. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I got another uh, text message from uh, my buddy uh, Joe Biden. Uh, hey, Billy, I hear you're calling me a genius. I think that's what Corn Pop said. And I'll have you know, a genius and me have never been seen together. Remember, vote Biden for Senate. Gotcha. Thank you, uh, creepy Uncle Joe. Uh, Bobby, retired judge is a signed thief, lives in Inman. What a moron. Uh, strange people come in all forms. Okay. Uh, Bobby, social distancing in shelters during a hurricane. Will you do it? Or just wait for the hurricane to go by? Yeah. Let the uh, hurricane take its best shot. You know, I, I think I might be able to withstand, in this particular instance, I think I can handle 26 miles an hour wind speed. Uh, Bobby, my son, knows every line in Caddyshack, as well as Happy Gilmore. <laughs> now you've had enough. Quarter after five here on the Bobby Mack Show. ATF is coming up on the other side as we cruise along here on Monday on WORD. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Guitar George knows all the chords. <laughs> 521. Yeah, thank you on the text line. I couldn't remember the name of the character in the commercial. HOA President Cynthia. Awesome commercial. If you haven't seen it yet, it's hilarious because it's so true. You know, that's the heart of satire is that it's based on, on somebody from real life. You know, and here is this... Uh, uh, tyrannical, jackbooted thug uh, Cynthia, who is the president of the HOA, and she's out there, you know, with the uh, clippers, and uh, she's uh, uh, chopping, chopping the uh, wires, holding up uh, Boston ferns on their porch. Oh, violation, violation! 
And then she has a chainsaw and she's cutting down their mailbox because it's two and a half inches <laughs> too high. Jeez. Uh, yeah, we've, we've all been there. Uh, Bobby, I received a text message from Pennsylvania. They wanted to know if I wanted to learn how to mail-in vote. Mm-hmm. Responded back, hey, I live in South Carolina, not Pennsylvania. See, this is what's wrong with, with mail-in voting. Their response, oh, I'm sorry, we'll take you off our list. Yeah, that's great. Uh, bah, bah, bah. I am so far behind on uh, the text line. And I apologize for that. Let me see if I can quickly get caught up a bit. Bobby, my son uh, can recite Forrest Gump almost word for word, the entire movie. Wow. That is a long movie to know every line of dialogue to. Uh, Bobby, regarding Pelosi taking office, if no winner is declared by Inauguration Day, when does the new Congress start if uh, before Inauguration Day Pelosi might not be Speaker? Uh, if their candidate was Barack Hussein Obama, I bet they would want as many debates as possible to showcase their top dog candidate. Oh, you know it. Yeah. And by the way, uh, another texter uh, sent me an update on this issue earlier and said, constitutionally, if the election is not decided by Inauguration Day, the vice president then uh, serves in the interim until uh, the issue is uh, decided. Hey, Bobby. What crackhead named that storm? I have never heard the name. Uh, is Isaias? Is uh, I had uh, uh, Governor McMaster earlier in the show calling it uh, Hurricane Isaias or Isaias. Uh, no, nobody I know has ever heard that name before. I don't know where they're coming up with them either. Uh, Bobby, how about uh, Isabel, Isabella, Iris? Ida, Irene, Ingrid, you know, names that weren't made up. <laughs> Love the show. Thank you. Um, uh, Bobby, uh, who is going to trust the scientist and the government and take the vaccine? Won't be me. Uh, Bobby, WHO says the same thing could be around for two years, and we may never see another normal. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah, thank you. Eric Swalwell. That is the uh, lunatic from California who, for about a cup of coffee, uh, ran for the Democrat nomination for the presidency. He's the one who said uh, secession or civil war was out uh, because of uh, nuclear, because the federal government has nuclear weapons. Uh, Bobby, 300 million doses they're coming up with for the vaccine. How convenient. What's our population? 360 million? Uh, right around 330 million. Uh, Bobby, I refuse to take a COVID test, let alone some vaccine. Gotcha. Uh, we are about to go to uh, ATF. And today we have a story in there that is about as strange, unusual, weird uh, as we have ever had in ATF, and, and that's saying something. And I mention this because it may not, the, the first story in ATF may not be safe for family listening, okay, just because of the content. Now, there may be some that would be sensitive uh, to hearing small ears hear this. So that being said, 
uh, skip about the uh, first, I don't know, 90 seconds or so of ATF. And in the meantime, here's Gary. Good voice. Ladies and gentlemen, once again, Bob McClain presents Amazing, Amazing, True, True Facts. Thank you, Gary. And uh, with uh, little Annie on vacation, joined by one singular Bobette today, that would be Miss Moneypenny, safely wrapped up in her hazmat suit. Got your goggles on too, Moneypenny? Well, I wear glasses. Does that count? Yeah, it's okay. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Close enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, The headline on this story is what? Fell off? A 45-year-old guy in the U.K. had a blood infection in 2014, and his junk fell off. That, that's what I said. Doctor said, well, you've got two options. They could either work with what he had left or build him a new unit and graft it onto his arm until it could be transplanted onto his groin. Uh, He took door number two, and it worked. But he hasn't been able to have the follow-up surgery yet because of other health concerns. So he's been living with it, hanging off his forearm for four years now. Here's the guy talking about it, and his accent makes it a little tough to understand. You could do anything, and he said, yeah, they could. And what I was going to do is basically uh, what was left, just wrap it up like a sausage roll. So I said, well, forget about that procedure. Then I got another uh, letter through saying about another procedure, which was this one here. I can't do nothing. I can't go down the shops with a T-shirt on. I can't go swimming with the kids. I can't, you know. Do you have a nickname for it? Jimmy. (laughs) The only thing I caught was the nickname. Yeah. in in the interest of, of actually uh, using a good judgment, which is rare. <laughs> we, <laughs> on this show? On this show. <laughs> we we will allow the audience to uh, to make up their own punchline. Okay. Wow. I can imagine what our text line is going to look like in a minute. I hate to think. <laughs> Meantime, an Irish pub in Spain has banned the playing of Sweet Caroline, the uh, Neil Diamond classic, during the pandemic. You uh, need a reminder of why? Well, here's, uh, here's what it sounds like when a bar full of uh, drunk people in an Irish pub in Spain starts singing it. I guess it's the uh, bomb, bomb, bomb. You know, it could uh, spread uh, coronavirus. Speaking of threats, nearly four months after the murder hornet first appeared in the U.S., researchers at the Washington State Department of Agriculture have trapped the irate insect for the first time. Scientifically known as the Asian giant hornet, the enormous insect was captured on July 14th in a trap set by the state, positively identified on July 29, becoming the first hornet to be detected in a trap. Sven Spickager, managing managing entomologist for the department, said 
Uh, this is encouraging because it means we know that the traps work, but it also means we have work to do. We have obtained an exclusive interview with the murder hornets who are defending themselves against all of these accusations. Can we roll that interview, please? Murder? First of all, no proof on that yet. Falsely accused. The news says our stinger is so long it can sting a beekeeper through his suit. Hmm. Yeah, anything in here about any murdered beekeepers? I don't see anything. Nothing. Nope. Don't get us wrong. We got a long stinger. We're big. <laughs> yeah. Can't judge a guy on the size of his stinger. No. Sure, we're big, but does that make us guilty of murder? Mm -mm. I mean, not getting any press are indecent exposure hornets, breaking and entering hornets, drunk driving hornets, assault and battery hornets, and of course the least successful hornet of them all, attempted murder hornet. Not getting the job done. But you don't read about them. Nothing. All we're asking is the next time you see a giant two-inch hornet with fearsome eyes, a giant stinger, don't be so quick to judge, America. You could really kill our buzz. Oh, no, you didn't. Now, when it comes to bad puns, guilty. <laughs> As charged. By the way, we're not even close. Mm -mm. Long way to go. Relax, people. Simmer down. Here you go. There is a, uh, <laughs> dare I say it, a history-making edition of... Amazing uh, true facts. Sorry Annie was not here for this one. She's probably glad <laughs> she picked the right week to uh, start her vacation. I am, so, I am huh? so gonna tell her what you're talking about. <laughs> 531 here on the Bobby Mac Show. Uh, news is next and I'm right back on the other side here on Monday on WORD. Here we go, the uh, first Monday in August edition of the uh, Bobby Mac Show. Just uh, gazed at the calendar with uh, superstition in the background. No Friday the 13th in uh, August of 2020. Uh, in on the uh, text line 71307, Bobby the murder hornet is not bad compared to the newly discovered rapist butterfly. In addition to masks, now we're all going to need earplugs. Uh, funny you should mention that because there's a, a headline uh, today at the website, The College Fix. Scholars, uh, that's the uh, word they use in uh, journalism uh, to take the place of uh, elitist pinheads in the ivory towers of academia. Scholars target problematic common animal names. The slave maker ant, the gypsy moth, the rape bug and dozens more. Does this remind anybody of the story we did last week about Rutgers? Now saying that grammar itself is racist? God. I mean, these, these people have gone, have sailed so far off the edge of the map. Uh, ba, ba, ba. Uh, Bobby, uh, Isaias is Spanish-Latin. Well, which is it, Spanish or Latin? Uh, for Isaiah, meaning God is our salvation. Uh, Bobby, uh, Isaiah in, uh, in Spanish, uh, why couldn't they just say Isaiah? Well, because they believe in diversity. 
you know. Uh, Bobby never thought I would be in agreement uh, with uh, Bobby Kennedy Jr., but his anti-vaccine campaign, I believe, is uh, right on the money. About uh, getting the uh, text message from uh, Pennsylvania, somebody living in South Carolina, uh, would you like information on mail-in voting? Uh, Bobby, since they don't live in Pennsylvania, they'll just uh, vote for him up there. Yeah, several times, probably. Hey, Bobby, why isn't anybody in the MSM, the mainstream media, talking about Bill Clinton? (laughs) I believe that falls into the category of a rhetorical question. Isaias is Spanish for Isaiah. Probably uh, couldn't use the English version since it's used in the Bible, you know, politically correct and all that. Oh, and thanks for all the uh, text messages uh, which are unshareable <laughs> about t- today's ITF story. Uh, Bobby, this hurricane is no joke. I walked so- outside of my house, uh, Polly's Island, and I was accosted by a barrage of drizzling rain. Wow. Brutal. <laughs> uh, Bobby, I'm close to picking my VP choice. I can almost smell her hair. Sincerely, Joe Biden, candidate for U.S. Senate. Thank you, Joe. Appreciate that. Uh, um I have so many to try and uh, catch up on here. Yeah, okay, did that. Uh, Where am I? Yeah, I'm I'm getting back to where I need to be. Uh, Wow. Citizens Free Press breaking. Milwaukee Teachers Union makes tombstones to scare kids from returning to school. Uh, your taxpayer dollars at work. There you go. Uh, Bobby uh, Fauci will go along with anything that will maintain the fear level before the November election. Yet we already have hydroxychloroquine that works for everybody at a cheap price. Take 200 milligrams twice a week. Nobody gets it. Yeah. In conjunction with uh, zinc, right? Uh, Bobby, I don't think I will bear up listening to the election results on November 3rd. You know all those crooked reporters are going to be lying there. You know what's off. Why should I subject myself to even higher blood pressure and risk a stroke? I'll get my information from talk radio. Uh, it, it, it was worth the price of admission in 2016 just to watch all the tear-filled, emotional harangues. Oh, no, it can't be true. The bad orange man won the election. (laughs) It's the end of the world. Right. Hey, Bobby, when Fauci did not weigh in on the protesters slash rioters as contributing to the current escalation of the China flu and that he doesn't weigh in on what officials should be mandated. Are you kidding me? I've seen him on TV for months telling me what we need to do. Flatten the curve has changed from that to uh, however the political winds blow. 
Shame on them all. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah, he sees nothing wrong with the protesters out in the street. You know, thousands strong. No masks. No uh, socialist distancing. That's perfectly fine. Uh, but Governor McTax does. You got to wear a mask uh, everywhere. Uh, 545, quarter before six here on the Bobby Mack Show. Take a quick break here. Boneheads is still on the way in the next hour. And uh, this is is unsurprising. Some uh, gun ownership numbers have uh, come out based on uh, federal registrations. (laughs) What do you think happened? Yeah. I'll tell you just how much of it happened when we come right back. Sweet dreams made of this. 551, 9 before 6 here on the Bobby Mack Show. Hey, Bobby, you know the uh, Sturgis bike rally starts on Friday. Maybe Burks and Fauci can uh, head on up there and enforce that mask mandate. <laughs> uh, just, the, uh, just the mental picture of that is uh, entertaining. Uh, Bobby, uh, Burks and Fauci stay on uh, because of the old saying, keep your friends close and your enemies closer. They're both. A couple of backstabbers. Yeah, pretty much uh, proven that. Um, Bobby Mack, this sudden new talk about eye coverings makes it pretty clear these people are not serious scientists or medical experts. Can you imagine your doctor four months into your treatment for a disease saying, oh, yeah, I forgot to tell you, here's something else you must do to save your life. From uh, Alan R. in Spartan. It's like the old joke. You know, the guy gets a call from the doctor, and he says, hey, I got your uh, test results back. I said, really? Uh, what do they show? The doctor says, well, we got good news and bad news. And he says, all right, well, uh, let me, let me uh, have the uh, good news first. Doctor says, okay, test results show you only have 48 hours to live. And the guy is stunned, and he says, wait a minute, doc. That's the good news? I only have 48 hours to live? What, what's the bad news? Doctor says, I forgot to call you yesterday. Uh, in on the uh, text line, I see, uh, Bobby Mack, I see, I hear you talking about Governor Henry McMushmouth. When do y'all think the chillins should go back to school? I believe they need to be in school right now. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, Henry, it's classic. If he didn't exist, we'd have to make him up. Uh, Bobby, I bet I could go on Facebook and uh, go out looking to buy school laptops and I'd be able to get back those 4,000 Greenville school system laptops that went missing. Yeah. Now, I mentioned uh, before we went to the break, for years, Carlene and Jake went back and forth about buying a gun, purchasing a firearm. 
the young parents from California who did not feel comfortable using their last names or more specific identifiers when they spoke with Fox News on Sunday, which is pretty pathetic in itself, you know, because you make yourself a target, so to speak. Out of concern about possible backlash, said with a country, quote, a little bit on edge right now, a little bit on edge. It was the right time to make the purchase. The couple is among the horde of two and a half million first-time gun buyers who have exercised their Second Amendment right to own weapons. Telling Fox News they received their licenses and are now waiting for their firearms to arrive because they're on back order. Mm -hmm. With everything going on in both the world and politics and everything else, you can't really be too safe. Carlene said, we have a family, a young family, so I think that's always in the back of your mind as well. I think with a lot of the riots going on, it's important to, if, if your First Amendment isn't protected, I guess you always have the second, right? Uh, precisely correct. Overall, our country is a little bit on edge right now. A little bit on edge. <laughs> I would hate to see if it was really on edge. We all have our own political standpoints and things like that, but these movements to, you know, defund the police and these move, movements of Antifa and what they bring, it's definitely in the back of my mind. Do I feel threatened every day? No. But I would say that I did contribute to our decision of uh, finally pulling the trigger, no pun intended, on buying a gun. A family history of events also contributed to their decision, but Carlene noted they also intend to use the guns recreationally. They are both making plans to en enroll in handgun safety training. An excellent idea. At the beginning of June, the National Shooting Sports Foundation announced that more than 2.5 million people had become first-time gun owners in the first half of 2020. Okay, six months, two and a half million. According, uh, January to June of 2020 was unlike any other year for firearm purchases, particularly for first-time buyers, as new research reveals millions of people chose to buy their first gun during the COVID-19 pandemic. Data shows a record number of gun transactions 10.3 million were processed in the country during that same time period. Yep. She makes an excellent point. If your First Amendment rights have gone by the boards, and if you listen to BLM and Antifa, they have, uh, there is always the second. One more hour to go. The bonus hour straight ahead here on the Bobby Mack Show on Monday. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 